0: Warning the following program contains adult language, adult themes, and spoilers. Viewer discretion is advised. Detective David Mills.
1: Dispatch.
2: What do you have?
0: You sure you don't want to go back to the sticks? Because it just got heavy. Carpenter K. Smith. Gone seven hours.
2: No sign. Nothing.
0: Good evening and welcome to this week's episode of this week's episode. This is episode 237 for the week of September 30th, 2021. I am your host, Evan Goldstein, and with me as always is the Lime addict, Chris Randazzo. Back scratches. <laughs> Our last brightest hope, Karen Randazzo. I'm so gross. And the ultra big deal, Angie Fernot.
1: I dance my demons down. <laughs>
0: We're here on this week's episode talk television. Uh, it was my cho- choice this week. I picked Ultra City Smith's Season 1, Episode 1. I think it's... She don't give a damn or something. To she, that don't care. she don't Ultra care. Ultra City.
1: She don't care. She don't
0: care. <laughs> um, but before we get into that, here's your weekly reminder that you can get in touch with us at mail at com. Tell us what we're doing right. Suggest a, a show. We, we really... We kind of like, you know, listener requests because... That last one needs to be topped because I was just going through the website and that shit was weird. Um, but let's 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 talk, guys. How have you been?
1: Weddings, yeah. not bad. Uh,
0: yeah. Weddings, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's been, oh, been, a, been pretty good. A, a heck week here with illnesses and everybody, you know, getting back to normal. But
1: I'm almost over COVID.
0: Yeah, it's true. We're we're getting there. Yay! But the
2: COVID is not almost over, you.
1: It'll never be over me, but I will bitch slap it yeah. down. <laughs>
0: That's what so it says, I don't need you, Rona. Says the woman who was passed out yesterday. Oh my god, guys, it was so bad. Ah, <laughs> uh, so too. yeah, but you did get a chance to catch up on some television, though, honey.
1: I did, you guys, <laughs> and I wasted it. <laughs> what is <laughs> so wrong with me?
0: So, all right the oh, big sorry. thing that I got her to watch and I wanted her to watch it without me because I had already seen it and I wanted her to just power through them because it is fantastic to power through this show but she didn't, she waited and we finally, um, I think last night
1: mm-hmm.
0: we f- watched the most recent episode of Ted Lasso
1: yay! Guys, I finally get it I love how I'm like, I'm almost over COVID Cricket, Cricket, <laughs> Ted Lasso Yay <laughs>
3: is very important
1: it is i finally get it i finally get it also i have so many thoughts on this show like can i just word vomit for a second because now i'm caught up to what you guys get (laughs) (sighs) do it okay all right here we go this is it So, first of all, I had to say this to Evan because, and I'm going to now repeat it to you guys, I needed to watch it with someone because it was just such a heartwarming, enjoyable show that it took away from it to watch it alone because I wanted to be in the moment and then be able to lean over and smack Evan on the arm and be like, oh my God, it's so amazing. (laughs) So... You know it's definitely better uh, to share the joy of that show but i have to say the incorporation of the therapist into this show was to me so outstanding because i after i think two episodes of the show leaned over to evan and i was like i have a problem with ted lasso and he was like what the f- what <laughs> he was offended to the point where i thought he might leave me but the reason was because he doesn't respect boundaries, and the whole thing that happens with like Keely with the with the photo that's taken at the very beginning, and you're like, oh shit, what's gonna happen? Da 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 da. Like that whole thing. As I was watching it, I was like, I, I would not allow most people that I've known for years to brush the ketchup off my face while I'm in a costume, let alone a basically. Yeah, like brand new association with this stranger slash like person who's coaching my boyfriend's football slash soccer team. Like, <laughs> yeah, but Keely
2: totally would. <laughs> ugh, I know.
3: but <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's the fact that
1: like, he also did not care about that boundary. And I was like, Oh my God. Like it just bothered me because I'm, I'm very big on working on those things. And maybe this is too revealing about my own self, but <laughs> Like, I was very bothered by his inability to understand boundaries. Like, the same thing with making the biscuits. Which, by the way, the fact that he made them from scratch ah, for Rebecca.
0: See, but he did respect certain boundaries. Like, there was a whole episode where Beard kept... They were talking about Beard getting back with his girl. Jane. And... They're like, yeah, no, 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 there are two things I I don't do. And she said one, and then it's like, yeah, and and involve myself with my friend's romantic relationships. Mm -hmm. Like, that was a boundary that he would not cross. Mm -hmm. The the boundaries that Ted crosses are the, the silly boundaries that people have, like the things that they need to get over.
1: No, I don't think it's boundaries that people need to get over. I think they're boundaries that exist for a reason. And I think the thing is that Ted is a very disarming person but i worried about where that would lead for his character however the writing on the show is so good that like it almost to me feels like they're showing like the best case scenario of what happens when you're surrounded by good people who like understand your inability to respect boundaries but in a good way i don't know
0: i it's the the you're absolutely right, first and foremost, about the writing. The only so good. The only complaint I had with the writing was the, and I had said this to you was the, the way um, Nathan Nathan's story went. Like yes, yeah.
3: Nobody here is happy about that.
2: Like, and not that I think it's bad or even necessarily out of character. I right. Just, it's not making me happy, but that's that's okay. It's mm-hmm. it doesn't need to. It's it's what adds. You know tension and or drama
1: that's what i said yay uh,
0: i didn't like to see him turn do like he literally we're watching him turn to the dark side and i'm not a fan of that but that's well
1: like-
2: you know we he's not there yet there's there's time for redemption there
0: you know there's there's time for
2: him to figure it out i mean clearly i mean we've seen his the way he has his family the way his parents treat him mm-hmm. and we've seen that he's had nothing but a complete lack of confidence for his whole life and now all of a sudden he has confidence and stuff's going to his head And but he's got people around him that are looking out for him you know Beard was like you know do better do better do better yeah so I, I, I'm i convinced that you know he's going to need to go through some shit but I think he's going to come out okay in the, in the end because I think he's basically a good person at heart
3: and could we speaking of Beard just for a second <laughs> talk about Beard's night out <laughs> Yes. Holy shit guys. I don't think I've ever seen anything that good on TV.
0: <laughs> you know what? I enjoyed the hell out of it. I think I I think I messaged Chris about it. The only thing that I had a problem I it was weird episode. It was totally out of whack. But I wanted to see Coach Beard be more of a badass. <laughs> like he spent a chunk of that episode in the fetal position protecting himself from fights. <laughs>
3: yeah but that's I don't think the fighting is his thing. I think it's the thing he was doing in the bar with the guys who were playing pool where he like totally conned them into making them believe he belongs there yes he does. and more being listening. like a lot smarter than they were, clearly mm-hmm. <laughs> despite their whatever um cam education
1: blah 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 yeah, uh for sure, beard is a mysterious and wonderful wonderful character who's and I know Mrs. you guys I'd
3: probably didn't bother watching the Emmys but Brendan Hunt showed up to the Emmys wearing a fucking top hat and carrying a cane and I love him
0: absolutely I <laughs> have no problem <laughs> believing that whatsoever
3: he'd fit in at my wedding are you listening do you want to come to my wedding <laughs> oh. did she mention she's getting married <laughs> <laughs> hey guess what
0: My <laughs> uh, real name is Brett Goldstein
1: Oh yes! Oh, is that why he's so cute? Yeah, he's maybe. he's sharing her last name. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> you tall, dark, and handsome oh. gentleman.
3: He's there. He's there. He's every fucking where.
1: I was doing that chant Oh my god (laughs) I ruined Evan's counting at one point He was working on something that looks like it was important And I did not give any fucks (laughs) (laughs) I was like This needs to happen right now I'm sorry but not sorry
0: So I have a question for the group And I'm pretty sure I know how Angie feels about this But the Sam and Rebecca Situation
2: I think it resolved the way that it should.
3: And the best way it possibly could. Yeah. Like, I was afraid that it was going to go on and, like, become public and then end badly. Yeah. Is that,
1: like, that's the thing that recurs with this show, is they keep surprising us. Like, the episode where Keely was watching roy like cry and then she was like kind of you know
0: i paused i paused the episode (laughs) right before it reveals what she's watching i'm like so what do you think she was watching because
1: they set it up to look like she was watching something with jamie and i Mm -hmm. was like i don't know i just don't it seems like so not what i would expect of her like I, i i would expect better of her but like i'm so used to television just bringing out the worst in people and they don't do that on this show. Like, they're, they're actually able to surprise me with character growth and development and good writing. Like, very little television actually makes me feel the way that this show makes me feel.
0: And it's completely He's, made me forget that Jason Sedu- S- 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 Dukies, S- Sudeikis. Sudeikis has a non-Southern accent. Like, he speaks <laughs> regular, like, normal English
1: <laughs> normal American
0: we watched a couple of trailers from movies that he has been in like meet the Millers or, or whatnot, or the horrible bosses and I'm like yeah I totally believe that his that was his real voice because he does it so well
3: mm-hmm. and since, since we asked about um, couples um, does anybody else not buy this whole Jamie Tart is in love with uh, Keely thing
1: i think that he's too emotionally immature to actually understand what he wants but i think it's gonna fuck with keely and roy and i don't want anything to fuck with that so i kind of want jamie to get hit by a bus
2: sorry i just i thought for a second that it was gonna fuck with them and then the show did exactly what you were just talking about and had roy come up and perfectly apologize and i think that was i think that was the show doing what it was going to do right there i i think that was the, the that was the whole story yeah I, you know, I, he came up and did his thing and Keely was like thank you for being exactly the right person for me
3: yeah and i hope it ends there like yeah. the whole yeah. thing i mean they've been working together on the same team for the whole season and absolutely none of this has been present and then they have one episode where like a couple times he looks her way like sadly and then all of a sudden, oh, I'm still in love with you. What? Come mm. on
0: now. Well, Jamie has done a lot of growth this half of the season. Oh. You know, yeah, he, well, his relationship uh, he has, with his has, father, the, 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 the camaraderie with the rest of his teammates. Like, Jamie is not the same Jamie from season one. That same Jamie Correct. is in there. Um, but, yeah, the... I, I like just
3: didn't see it enough in the season. Like, if they want me to believe he's in love with her, like, show me a little bit more than just, like, a couple of glances in one episode. That's yeah. all.
1: Yeah. And I think they w- like, they've Like, they done well enough with storytelling thus far that I would be somewhat disappointed in the writing if they didn't give us that. Mm. Mm. So, don't disappoint me, show. I love you so much.
3: <laughs> well, listen, it's won, like, every Emmy- every Emmy on the planet now, so...
0: But yeah that's a curse what if a show can pull off its its season finale by rickrolling the entire of its community <laughs> oh that was fantastic
3: <laughs> that wasn't the finale was it
0: it was episode yeah 10.
3: when rebecca's dad died yeah was that
1: that was episode 10 That was last. Awesome. Yeah. W-
0: i'm just assuming that because it was last season was episode it only had 10 episodes so i just assumed
1: is the season going to have more episodes, Karen? Please Are tell you me about out. to blow my mind. She's
0: she's
2: she's looking it up right now. She's figuring it out. She's Google
3: food. Season two is twelve episodes. Oh, Yay. Yay! Oh she I was going to
2: say god. it didn't feel like a season finale to me.
1: Oh my god! I just got so excited. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh. Fantastic! Good. I really like. I. They ended on what if it if that was the season finale? they Ended on a major. Beat with the death of her father, the, the, her relationship with her mother, the her breakup relationship with Sam. Like things were adjusting. There was no giant cliffhanger kind of thing because I thought it was going to be the Ted panic attack situation with right before, but then he ended up getting it together and showing up to the the funeral. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought they were just like, okay, this is we're we're just calling a pause for now. Does
1: anyone else like? think sam might be one of the most charming people you've ever seen ever just ever he's
3: pretty great oh my god he's so cute
1: i just want to hug him like every time he smiles i'm like yes please thank you the world is a little brighter now
0: the epis the christmas episode (laughs) with everybody showing up to higgins house that That was so sweet fantastic like one of the best christmas episodes of television i've seen and it Instant easy. Christmas classic.
3: Yeah.
1: Episode. yeah, yeah, for sure. And I've seen it twice now because the first time I ever watched this show was when Evan was watching that episode and I like, coming out of nowhere, not knowing anything, just sat down and wanted to watch because it was just that charming. Uh, and it was... Fucking phenomenal, and I knew Roy Kent was going to be a gem. And getting to see everything that his character has been from the beginning of the show to where he's at right now has been an absolute joy.
0: Oh. And he's his use wonderful. of the word "fuck" is, is fat, I mean, it's an artistry. It's a, he's an artist. It is. He
1: does what Titans never will.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you caught up with that, and what else? <sighs>
1: Okay, so this is the part where I wasted my ability to watch so many good things because I wanted, like, a comfort show. And my you all know my comfort show is Supernatural. And I was like, I can't be that fangirl again. I just need to, like, expand. So I decided to do a rewatch of Bones because I've always wanted to finish the show. And I got to, like, right before the last season launched and never got to finish it. But I realized I didn't remember any of the story. So I was trying to, like power through episodes but also be able to sleep through episodes if I needed to because that's how my life has been and like I have officially gotten to the point where I started looking up episode descriptions online to skip the episodes that are basically filler that I don't need and watch like the four or five crucial episodes of each season so I'm now halfway through season eight and I'm just like every like by the <laughs> time Evan would come home he'd be like no hun, we can watch Bones it's okay you're not feeling well and I'd be like change the fucking station
0: <laughs> <This> <laughs> <show>. yeah, <laughs> yeah, like I can't stop watching
1: it it feels like such a chore but I don't want to be that person who doesn't finish shit anymore I want to just be done with this fucking show also David Boreanaz I'm not gonna turn away <laughs> so <laughs> <sighs> hey there it is started with me on Angel I, it's not my fault actually it started with Buffy what don't judge oh, not, me
0: no I'm with honey I know. I'm aware of your fixation with Boreanis.
1: I yeah. Well so. I don't know.
0: But that's, that's, that's pretty And much the wedding it, right? is still on. Yeah. The wedding
1: is so on. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yes. we did look up his his fitness routine What's as this per wee shit because you Evan, looked up no, his, because his no 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 don't point that fucking finger mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> so he was all like oh i wonder what he looks like now because you know this show was a while ago and he's got to be in his 50s so yeah okay you know what you threw me the bait i, I took it. it and then i looked up so, the david Boreanis so, okay. workout Here's because i want I,
0: there but, are two answers to that question what does david Boreanis look like now there's two ways to find out that answer one was the way that i did it was David Boreanaz now. Image. Hey, he looks good. Good for him. Then All they the way show is him did with, it. like,
1: graying hair and, like, a normal outfit, and I was like, that doesn't tell me if he's actually still in good shape or taking care of himself, you know? It could be, like, that weird shit that fucking celebrities have sometimes where their face looks stunning and everything below it is a dumpster fire, so, mm, you,
0: you know. Fine. Good for him. I'm proud of him.
1: Yeah, so I look, but I didn't look at, like, shirtless pics. I could have. Lies. That would have been great. Nice.
3: Nope. (laughs) We had a situation tonight where Chris went to do something. He was like, it it might blow up. And I was like, well, if, you know, our typical joke, if it blows up, we had a good run. And, you know, we'll wait an appropriate amount of time before pursuing a relationship with Chris Evans. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But... was the first time we had done that in like proximity of the children and like john was like enough in earshot and enough like aware that he was oh, like no. wait what are you talking about
0: <laughs> we talking uh, ass. <laughs> yeah,
3: i just told him like you know yeah i just told him that you were making a joke that you know something was gonna blow up and if it blew you up that i i said i would find you a new daddy <laughs> and, and he he also said I heard you say it was nice knowing you and then <laughs> and then he just kind of smiled like he understood why that was funny <laughs> <laughs> that good is kid. key good parenting kid. skills yeah. he's a
1: good kid
0: <sighs> yeah we like him So he's a
1: keeper he's so cute your kids are getting so cute as they grow up they were cute when they were little but they're like staying they get, cute they're getting
0: like personalities now Like, oh they've had your... personalities
1: listen the little one has ha- oh wait we can say their names right yeah oh yeah okay yeah Steve ellie has has personality in spades she can fill a room by herself
0: that one picture that you posted i'm gonna say it was All like a sass. day or two to go like it dripped sass with her hand on her hip her hips kicked like <laughs> in
1: the face damn yes <laughs> she's literally like that's the kind of figure that i would take like that image and go into a class where i'm teaching my students about how to draw like like emotions or attitude and and like give poses life and i'd be like and this is how you draw someone who's sassy like she like you look up sassy in the dictionary and that's where she's standing
3: and she's gonna be five on friday you guys oh, no. <laughs> we're well, you
0: know screwed so anyway. so you know i mean that's just that much closer to where she's responsible to take care of you now right like right she's got to go out and get a job start
3: Tell her to mow the freaking lawn. <laughs> the other day, I was like Ellie, when 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 I'm when you're a grown up, you're still gonna call your mommy, right? Like you'll call me every once in a while. Yeah, maybe.
2: she's gonna be like my sister and call you every hour of every day for the rest of her life. God, she
3: what? is. I think oh, she's oh
1: gonna boy. do it just to mess with you. But she's the kind of kid where, like, I feel like you could be like, all right, go mow the lawn, and she'll just sass it into not growing. She'll good omens that shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh. so all right let's 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 keep rolling guys what were, what have you checked out this week uh
2: well i have uh i've i've just been having a wonderful time with television oh, uh, this week wow. i um have kind of slipped into a groove that i've been long out of uh where back in the old days back before uh you know Internet streaming, TV, and children mm-hmm. and whatnot. How I would spend most of my days is uh, constant Law and Order marathons because it was always on TNT. <laughs> and, so an eternity um, ago, got it. So I would just uh, you know always watch reruns of Law and Order just as long as humanly possible. And now I'm working from home, and a lot of a lot of the work that I do doesn't require my full attention. So I've been streaming Law and Order in the background. Starting with season one and uh, it's been a, a just just a goddamn delight it's been so so wonderful getting back into that that wonderful world and it's uh it's super interesting too because it's i mean it's been an, you know a year or two since i've i've done some law and order but it's been you know the first season's nineteen eighty nine the yeah. world has changed so much since then like everyone not even just the fashion. Like, the fashion's obvious a thing. Obviously a thing. But, like, just the physical state of New York is so much different. And the the, the, the problems. Like, it's all about, you know, just, just crack dealers and AIDS. And, like, God, the world has really changed so much. And not Not that those things aren't still problems. But, like, you know, when this was happening, AIDS was a definitive death sentence, you know? Mm. It was... <laughs> it's it's so crazy going back to these old episodes and just like this wonderful time capsule of the way the world was uh because they they could very you could look at it now like it's a period piece but it was you know there was it was modern at the time and you know it's always fun seeing the seeing the the, the guest stars on there from before they were before they were you know big fancy stars like a a famous episode with a young Gil Bellows and, um, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman Mm -hmm. in just like bit parts as like punk kids on the street. It's hysterical. Um, so that's just been, that's, that's probably been like the highlight for me uh, as far as watching TV outside of, you know, Ted Lasso and, and what if continue to be, to be fun. Um,
3: and then the thing on Disney plus.
2: Yeah, that was where I was going next. Um, The other thing is I finally... I I got to spend some time with uh, uh, Star Wars Visions. Oh, okay. That's been really fun. Um, I have two left. I was hoping to get through those today, but then I had to go pick up Ellie from school because she ate food too fast and threw up. (laughs) Speaking of...
3: like, uh,
1: There was
2: zero concern on the, (laughs) the school nurse that it was like... Yeah, she's not sick or with COVID, but, you know, she threw up at school. She's got to go home. But as long as her fever doesn't magically spike tonight, you just send her back tomorrow. No doctor's note needed. Okay. Awesome. So I was going to watch the last two episodes, but uh, they've been really interesting so far. Um, they're all very self-contained. Uh, a couple of them I've really wanted to see more. Mm-hmm. which is you know kind of what you kind of what you want you know like that finishes off and well I, I wouldn't mind seeing a little bit more of this world it's all the um the the whole thing was that this is not to get star wars fans into it's not really to get what was it it's not trying to get um anime fans into star wars it's trying to get star wars fans into anime okay okay um, because it's not building on any real established lore or anything it's just an anime approach to star wars like we were talking about the lightsaber umbrella basically mm-hmm. like yeah that worked like a charm in that episode and but when it came time to actually do fighting that thing was basically a shield it was basically an intimidation tactic right everyone started shooting at her she turns it on it spins around and deflects all the bullets but when it came time to fight that thing came right off she just kicked that thing right off and started doing lightsaber fights.
1: <laughs> nice, because it's
2: because it's not wieldy. Um, but yeah, course. man, the, <laughs> the, the influences are all over the map. Like it's it's very very anime. Karen and I watched one together that was like very Astro Boy inspired which was really? which was pretty neat um there was the second episode is like about a rock band on tattooing <laughs> or like a punk a punk band trying to get, get the other start on tattooing and their bass player is a hut uh That's awesome. and then like because he left the family or something like that java sent people out to like get him like to, to kill him and they basically saved the day with punk music and it was great
1: <laughs> i love that <laughs>
2: It, it it was adorable it was it was pretty wonderful um i've been watching it in english um i want to go back and watch a couple of them again with uh with the the the, the subtitles
3: mm-hmm.
2: um just the english dub is the standard and I, I i like a good english dub and it's all pretty high quality like the the english voices have all been good so far uh, there haven't been any bad ones yet uh they're just they're just all they're totally not connected to anything like that, that Tatooine one with Jabba the Hutt was probably the closest that was tied to anything because you know, B- Boba Fett was who was coming after them, but uh, just that, that could have been any bounty hunter really. It was just that it made the most sense that it was Boba Fett. Most of it seems to be taking place like after the Jedi aren't like it, it's definitely not prequel. They they seem to be taking place between this the original trilogy and the sequels, I think. Okay. But it's kind of vague to really place where they are.
0: Well, it doesn't seem to be necessary to place it, because they're just... Exactly. Yeah. They're
2: these weird self-contained things that aren't canon or anything like that. They're just these really fun approaches to... Well, what what happens when you do a... Like, there's this one episode about these twins. They're both, like, twins of the dark side, but one of them didn't want to be dark side anymore. And that was the one that we saw in the trailer, where the one shoved a kyber crystal in their chest or something like that. Mm-hmm. Made all these like lightsaber laser whips and stuff. It was So <laughs> freaking cool! And it's yeah, it, it it's 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 not it doesn't have a lot of gravity to it because they're one shots, but also like it's really about just this wonderful experience of watching them, and it's just kind of this neat intro to anime tropes um, without in not really a bad way. They're just Fun little one-shot things that are really cool to look at.
0: Awesome, That's... and it's giving you a little something in your universe, like like this, not just random anime. It's anime within your your comfort.
2: Yeah, it's so. it's it's Star Wars without any pretense. It's Star Wars without any like the. There's, I'm not seeing any conversations within the fandom of being like, oh, they ruined this. This is shit Star Wars. This isn't what Star Wars is. Rah! I'm not seeing any anger about it because it does none of it matters. It's just Star Wars. It's stuff in the Star Wars universe that's simply fun. It's there to be nothing more than entertainment. It doesn't affect anything, anywhere. It breaks every freaking rule it can. It doesn't matter because it's all just... You know, weird side story anime stuff yes. that doesn't need to make sense. So, yeah, it's wonderful.
0: Fantastic.
1: Sounds like my kind of stories. At least for yeah, starters. Wars, we'll
0: check it
2: out. Uh, yeah, I definitely recommend catching you know at least a handful of them. It's not like you need to even watch all of them. If if the if the premise doesn't look cool to you, then then don't watch it. But or if you don't like the art, then don't watch it. Because that's so much of it is just do you like the way
0: this looks? Right. Mm-hmm. That's why they were doing it and I felt that because you could see they covered a lot of different anime styles as well, just yeah,
2: is all every episode's a different studio doing their thing, so it was pretty awesome
0: that's awesome cool.
2: and uh I mean the other one I guess you know, Karen and I'll both talk about it we uh started watching the um um only murders in the building
1: yes, yes so did we
2: <laughs> we got we got caught up on, on the plex and like. Oh, there's no more. Oh, <laughs> and then,
0: you're, you're you're ahead of us because we just we didn't get that far. Like I we we were doing catch up for a couple of different things, and mm. um, I I've seen episode one already, and I wanted her to see that, so we sat down to watch that last night. And as soon as they curse out the the woman curses out, uh, you know, podcaster, you know, True Crime podcast listeners, uh, she was in. She's like, absolutely. <laughs> present, <laughs>
3: <I'm salt.
0: laughs> so you guys are enjoying it?
3: Very much so. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: a little less
2: lighthearted than I thought it was going to be. Not that I thought it was going to be completely lighthearted. It's about murder. But uh, I thought it was going to be a little bit more silly. Which, again, isn't to say it's not silly. It's just <laughs> uh, we were kind of looking for something to watch. And was like, all right, do we want to start why Or do we want to... Uh, Y seems pretty heavy. Let's do this. And then it wasn't, like, devoid of heaviness. And we're like, okay. But it's really good, so let's keep watching it.
3: Dude. Yeah, the mystery is intriguing. Uh, Martin Short and Steve Martin still got it, for sure. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah, um, they do. So, yeah. Very, I mean, very enjoyable.
1: Did you actually Short. watch... Oh, sorry, never mind. Nope. Well,
0: Ma- I was just going to say Martin Short's introduction... in. That show in season one in episode one where he's you know, they're doing that whole voiceover mm-hmm. in their own brain and he's crossing the street and the car honks and it's like, Can't you see this coat? And right. That's Mark that right there. <laughs> a
3: single inca- singular encapsulation of that character. Yeah. Um I like I went out and recommended this to my mom and she had already had it on her list, but now she was like, Well, if it has your endorsement then I'm already
0: fan then
3: super excited like for it. But I love those guys so much. I, you know, I grew up on on that kind of their comedy and Three Amigos and oh, those SNL alums. So, so I am I, I I'm was very at work. happy about it.
0: I, I got a new job and I'm working with a, a number of younger people, and I made a Three Amigos reference, mm. and the reference was, uh, yes, we have a pretura of pinatas, El Papo. <laughs> and one random guy that I didn't even know his name. He was at my age. He's like, hey. Wrong audience for for <laughs> you know that kind it's of a movie. It's a damn shame, right? <laughs> they will not understand the Three Amigos reference that you just uttered. And I went, but I appreciate that you did.
3: <laughs> this this is why I you know we're being very careful about the way we raise our children so that this does not happen. <laughs> you know, so that like Somebody when drops they're around, that reference. when they're around, their friends' parents and their friends' parents make that joke, they will laugh. Good. And then their parents will know that we're cool. <laughs> and we did a good job. <laughs> Vindication.
2: <laughs> All right. so, so and we started our comfort food of uh, uh, Parks and Rec.
3: Yes, yes. We finally finished New Girl, and uh, just, so, was, yeah, so yeah, that's what I was just going to ask. Longer. Okay, went back to Pawnee. it's
2: so, been, been a long time since I've watched that, and it's it's uh, it's nice to be in season two. <laughs> season one. Mark Brandanowitz is still around and he's still worthless. But, yeah, uh, you know, the show's the show is starting to figure out what it is, and that's what makes me happy because once that show figured out what it was, it, it became really good. Did
0: it well. Yep. So you had um, mentioned that you watched what if and you're caught yes. up. We just watched the Killmonger episode and we've noticed something that is happening. Like they're not ending the episodes
1: they're not wrapping it up they leave everything very open-ended and i understand it's you know the idea is well it's what if like you want to know what happens if this and but i appreciated that in the beginning i felt like we were going to get more closed stories that had a like clear definitive end to this was the what if of this story and now you've seen the conclusion there have not been conclusions and I'm getting really tired of it
3: it's just I me. think they're gonna bring yeah. everything back together
2: yeah like there's and the 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 promos and stuff there's been all these like pictures of them all uh, you know different characters from the different episodes all together like there's okay. some singular threat that the Watu wa- uh, is going to bring them together on
0: okay all right. I, it was just weird because like the feeling that I got from watching the first couple of episodes up until Doctor strange went dark like they were they were solid contained stories and then something just changed like the killmonger episode it should have been twice as long because that killmonger storyline was okay I mean it was all right I wanted to see when you know Pepper Potts, what she was gonna do with her new little friend. I'm like, that's this. That would be a good story. Show me that. And that's when the credits started to roll.
2: Yeah, and I, I think we're gonna see all that too. And I believe they even said publicly before the show even started that it's already it, it's already got a season two on the way, and they will be revisiting um, many of these stories. All right. So cool. I mean, it's. Yeah, I agree. I would have preferred it to be a whole bunch of one shots that doesn't actually go anywhere. But if it does, in fact, lead to a live action interpretation of Captain Carter, I do whatever you want. I <laughs> yeah. will suffer Fair. anything. <laughs> Bring that
0: shit to life.
3: Uh, and the only thing I'll say about it is wait until you guys get to the Thor and Loki episode. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: This most recent one. Yeah, this okay. most recent one was yeah. pretty silly.
3: We were trying, we were trying to get to
2: it, we just
1: couldn't.
0: Yeah, we ran out of, we ran out of time.
3: Did well, you... you have a treat to look forward to? Okay. Yes,
2: it is. It's very light. <laughs> okay. It's good. It's light and good and very silly, uh, which is is perfect. I'm sure there's plenty of people out there who are totally pissed about it, but I I thought it was just a, uh, just a joy because it wasn't one of those what ifs where it's like, oh no shit's fucked up oh no what if this went what happened and it was really bad this is like what if what if what if everything was really ridiculous <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> it okay but
0: just slightly weird
2: <laughs> I mean the whole premise is you know what if uh, Loki and Thor through a party uh, weren't, weren't weren't brothers know, like, what if Loki was never adopted oh and basically Thor you know Loki's just a frost giant and Thor is a uh, Kind of an entitled Yeah, he's just like a frat boy because <laughs> he never had any real tribulations in his life because Loki never caused any problems. <laughs> so it's just I don't know I, I won't spoil anything more. It's just it's such a fun, stupid premise. It's not like it drastically changes a lot. Like it does and it doesn't. It's not like, you know, evil Doctor Strange or Marvel Zombies or anything like that. It's just like this is silly, and I like it. It was a very fun episode. That sounds good. Indeed. I could use some of that. Cool.
1: Um, it, d- did you guys actually watch any of Why the Last Man? Not yet.
2: No, I'm really scared to. I have not heard
0: very good things.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to tell you right now, Chris, you're not going to hear any good things from me.
0: Well, I'm, I'm just going to go quick about what I had watched because we, did, we tried to do a lot of catch-up, um we watched uh rook the rookie we caught up with the new episode of the rookie um that took a weird turn yeah that was odd i'm not 100% sure what they're going for um
1: well they at what
0: point is he no longer a rookie that this most recent episode this
1: most recent episode he stopped being a rookie but one of the main cast uh members was or one of the main characters i should say was killed off in the episode and the way they did it it was very abrupt and evan was like nah like he he gets shot in the shoulder like he's gonna be fine i'm like nah he's dead he got shot twice and i'm pretty sure that was his lung and he's like nah no way they wouldn't do that like hold on
0: follow my logic here this is the character from the season before that went through this horrible racism story
1: like yeah he had a huge story arc that involved like a racist cop and almost getting beaten to death uh and like you know taking a stand against the system essentially uh and the fact that it was not aiding uh it's police force in a way that you know he felt was honorable to uh police officers of color and like he took a real stand for that and so his whole story arc last season you know covered a lot of ground on that and then this season they just killed him off like one of the most important characters for growth diversity whatever like fucking shot him killed him dead like gone in the first 3 minutes of the episode and
0: it was so, it abrupt was so, that it was, abrupt. you know, that it was a stand in. It was like a stunt double. Like, they didn't show his face. They didn't, like, it was weird.
1: And so I went online because I was very unsettled by this and could not accept it because I'm spoiled and I want TV the way I want it. Um, yeah. He just, he, like, didn't, he felt that the, according to one of the interviews I saw, he felt that his role was not a strong enough representation of, um, handling issues for african americans on a cop show and i for me i was like your whole fucking story arc was about being a black man against a white man on the police force like that's literally like how how are you not handling these issues but I think, like, there was also stuff that hinted that he wanted to pursue a music career, and I think for, from what I was getting, like, trying to read between the lines, it sounds like he just wanted to go in a different direction, and I think he would have preferred to do more, and he was being told that, you know, like, he was probably being limited in what he could do, and it was probably very uncomfortable for him to be a black man on a show about police, so... He left and it sucks because he was one of my favorites. But anywho, sorry. I continue. I,
0: we watched. I we caught up with that. Um, I checked out the most recent episode of Bob's Burgers because that is like a comfort show for me. Still a great show. <laughs> um, uh, there was. Oh, was Paranormal Activity is still a constant. Nope. Oh no, Paranormal Caught on Camera still there a cons- constant in my house. Uh, and lastly, we watched an episode of Why.
1: We watched two do, of them. Did we
0: watch two? Okay, we watched the first one. That's and, a good sign. <laughs> no, we watched the first one, and I went, oh, I can't do another episode of this right now. So then we it went a day or two, and then we watched... this made have gone a week. <laughs> and then we watched the second one. And I don't have strong... Recollections of the comic, but I do remember it being a page turner.
1: That's what I said.
0: Okay, I remember it being engaging. Stole my line. And this is literally one of the most boring shows I've ever seen.
1: It's it's weird because they're just I like I don't want to say much other than they're just they're handling it differently than I remember the comic handling the story, and I think that the pacing is too slow because of that so i'm very curious to hear what you guys think when you watch it but um
2: not i i don't know if i have it in me to do it i don't remember i don't remember the details of the comics extraordinarily well i just remember that i absolutely loved it and i'm not sure if i keep hearing negative things i'm just not sure that i want to put myself through it
3: Mm. i'm kind of curious to watch it actually um just i don't have like i read the comic too it's just one of the few like big comics i've actually read mm-hmm. um and i remember really liking it but not to the point where i'm like i it holds a strong place in my heart and i'll be heartbroken if they ruin it like whatever i don't care um but i read something interesting in the last couple of days about it um talking about how it handles um People who fall outside the gender binary, considering the like concept of the show is based on such a you know just male and female definition well, it's,
0: it's of black and white. It's yeah.
1: literally chromosomes, yeah. right? If you had this chromosome or that chromosome,
3: right? But if you, but you know, so in the show, I think they were saying that like there, there was a are, transgender cast member. There are trans men, yeah, yeah, that survived, and there are. You know cis women that died because of a like chromosome disorder or whatever so that part of it is interesting to me Um, yeah i do you guys remember them covering
1: anything like that in the original like in the comic no yeah i didn't think they did and that kind of blew my mind i thought that that was actually very clever because it was not something i even considered
3: right i think like it wasn't as as mainstream known about it was n- um, nearly true. 20 yeah. years ago yeah
0: right it started i think if i'm not mistaken in the, you know, in 2000, 2002 2008
3: so, and i read in this article that they brought in a like uh gender studies expert to consult on the show and oh, cool you know, have a say in like how that uh how how all the the way the world is today how that would impact the show so that part of it is interesting to me like but if it's boring then i don't know (laughs) maybe it's not that interesting
1: (laughs) well it's it's just that like i don't know i feel like if you guys don't want to watch it then what i will say is the way that they covered the show is i thought in the comic you kind of just get like yurik doing his thing right like they just throw you into it they haven't really given you a lot of information about what happened when everything ended he just Mm -hmm. kind of tells you it ended and i could be misremembering but like i told evan this is really making me want to do a reread and i just don't want a repeat of lock and key but like (laughs) the way that they handled it in the show is these first two episodes have been a lot of explaining what happened and what's happening as a result of what happened so there's like a time period in the second episode where they go from like day eight to day 63 or something and Mm -hmm. as they're doing it you just it just feels like it's like everything is going so slow they're trying to introduce a lot of different characters they're trying to they're not spending a lot of time on Yurik which is weird to me because I feel like he's such an important part of the story and they're giving a lot of the other characters screen time but I don't feel any attachment to any of them or any reason to have attachment to any of them so the way that it's written especially when I compare it to a show that I've been watching like Ted Lasso where they introduced a huge cast of characters and I was immediately enamored with everyone on that show or immediately had feelings that made me remember those characters like it's really bizarre to watch this show that has such an intense story and have like zero cares about any of this shit, knowing mm-hmm. that it's actually a good story, like and they're just not telling it well. But maybe it's just me being I mean childish or immature, I don't know.
0: Like you like you said, I said, I don't have, and I, and I also admit I don't remember the story well. I guess I've read a lot of comics. But my recollection is that the story was mainly York versus the situation. Like, York's tale about all the men being gone. And that is not what happens in the first two episodes.
1: You have one interaction where he is around other people, and then he gets reunited with his mom.
0: Like, it's mainly... Women dealing with the loss of men, like what is the world going to be like? How are they dealing with all the, the men being gone? It's yeah, not, like losing
1: not, losing people that were in positions of power, and then figuring that out, trying to get answers and not having any, and the public not believing you. Uh, New York starts like sinking back into the ocean.
0: It's it's a weird confluence of events that I don't remember. And I get it. Like, I just I don't want them. I don't want them telling this story from the 2020 lens, because that's not what. Like, that's not when this story was written. Like, that's a different story. Like, you you can't do that. You like, if from what I remember of Why the Last Man, that story doesn't play today okay it's it's just we're in a different world now and i think they're trying to make it so that story plays today and it's not that story it's a different story it's it's you know wise family you know it's the, the, everybody surrounding that character that he's not interacting with which is just weird to me i just don't understand it so
2: well, I remember him I feel like I remember him meeting up with his mom fairly early on.
1: It did happen fairly early on, but I thought there was more to it and I'm I'm thinking like all right, you know what, listeners, if 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 anyone is out there actually listening, just tell me if I should just do a reread because I'm really starting to think that I should.
0: I mean, why would yeah. I,
2: I, I think and I might do it too just to kind of refresh myself <gasps> or maybe club? I should do the what's that comic book club you read i <laughs> read comic book club let's
3: do it hey I mean hey why not oh ah,
0: ah, ah. <laughs> yes <Yeah>. yes <laughs> it's my new noise
2: I mean I know exactly why not because I'm you know I'm bogged down by many other things I haven't even I'm behind all Ninja Turtles comics for crying out loud oh, so for sweeping re- re- rereading why might be a little difficult but yeah
1: get your shit together <laughs> a
2: lot of why I have to review Dragon Ball Z Kakarot and it's like not a short game and it's really freaking complicated so I'm trying
0: so yeah that's it like that's all I got that that's pretty much sums up my past couple of weeks.
1: Karen, Uh, did you have anything that you had wanted to talk about, though? Because I feel like you touched base on stuff everyone else was watching, but was there anything specific
3: for you? I don't have a lot. Uh, Similar to Chris's uh, Law & Order situation, I uh, have been busy at work, and when I'm busy at work, then that's when I tend to do my most background watching, and so that um, has been... I started... Back at the beginning of Doctor Who Whoa.
1: like the very uh, very
3: beginning it's been a while it's been a while since I've seen a lot of these early episodes there were some I didn't even remember I was watching today the uh, the impossible planet and the Satan pit the two-parter where they where you know end up on a space station that's like on a planet that's orbiting a black hole and, oh you that know. was such a good one but it had been so long I didn't remember like anything about it other than Satan was there so pretty wait, wild were you, going it, back
2: to Russell T Davies stuff, huh? Yes, <laughs> a little well, foreshadowing. So it, you
1: <laughs> you went to you went back to like the first series and started a rewatch, or like the second, like the Chris Eccleston and on.
3: I went started a Chris Eccleston. Okay, uh, got the Not like the pretty, original black and white one. That's what no, I was asking. No, I didn't okay. go back to classic Who. Okay, um, but like the Chris Eccleston ones, like I've watched them so many times, I could you know. Tell you all the dialogue with my eyes closed. Huh. Um But yeah, some of these early tenant episodes were really kind of fun to rewatch and interesting. Um <sighs> uh, what else, what else, what else? I finished Brooklyn 99. <gasps> um we haven't done that. Yeah, the finale was good and fitting. I I think they did a good job of ending the show, and I think it was right that they did so. Mm -hmm. Um, What else? Uh, Oh, there's in the they're airing one per week the new uh, collection of. Great British Baking Show on Netflix. So I watched oh my the God. first one of those last night. It was like perfectly timed because I had the worst event day. And I was just like, I just need something really nice. And oh, my God, there's a new baking show. This is perfect. <laughs> um, So the new like cast of Everybody is great. And, you know, it's just really nice. They started it off with like, you know, like in the beginning of the episodes that the hosts will do some like corny little bit. Mm-hmm. They started this season off with a uh full on parody of uh, Achy Breaky heart oh, what with um timely exactly <laughs> with Noel and uh matt lucas and and um the judges Prue and Paul like what all dressed up as like a country western band they did not sing or play the music they like they lip-synced and they had like the mu- the lyrics. The singing was like dubbed in, and then they were all like pantomiming with their instruments and dancing around. And they all had Billy Ray Cyrus wigs, and it was like, the most amazing wow. thing I've ever seen. Thank wow. you so much, British baking <laughs> show. You are a treasure. It's like- oh uh, it's like a little gift like you know sorry we've been gone so long here is something amazing for you There's and then an hour of yet. delicious cakes oh god and the guy that that went home i was like okay good because i don't think i could stand to look at him for the whole time oh god <laughs> he's just got he's just in one of those faces who's hard to look at like he's perfectly nice guy it's just like I, I i can't i can't i don't like your face <laughs> We're removing uh, you from the show because we don't like your face. And he was not good at baking either. That'll okay, that'll do it. <laughs> so it was justified. It wasn't bringing <laughs> it, it was back to He was a judgmental. Um, and the other thing I watched is the whole season of Girls 5 Eva. Oh, um, God. Super cute sitcom from Peacock. Uh, it's about these women who were in a 90s girl group that was like put together By the industry, like, Mm -hmm. just factory produced. And now they're, like, in their 40s, early 50s, and um, then there there becomes an opportunity for them to, like, reunite and possibly start the band up again and everything. And it's it's, does a lot with kind of just analyzing and breaking down, like, those groups from that time and how terrible they were and like you know for the cause of feminism (laughs) um it's got uh well i won't say too much more about it right now but it uh was very enjoyable Uh, eight episodes went by in a blink
0: so it's, it's a it's only eight episodes okay
3: yes it's eight half hour episodes so very quick to get through
0: cool
1: Alright, that cool, could be doable cool. when I finally finish Bones. <laughs> yeah, it
0: you know. yeah, will be another month and a half. Oh my god,
1: I hate everything. How did I do this? Alright,
0: all right. Right, with that, let, I think it's time for us to take a break. Anybody got anything else? Break. You'll be going at this for about an hour or so. Alright, so um, we're going to take a quick break. You guys are going to hear some commercials, and when we get back, we're going to talk about Ultra City Smiths. Stay tuned. And now, here's a quick look at some of the
2: other original content, available now from our partners and Geekade.com.
1: First up, first up, on an all-new SNES podcast, Greg and Joe are joined by guest host Liam as he brings to the table a game that got released in Japan and Europe in the 90s, but did not get a U.S. release until last year, Poppin' Twinbee! Yeah, I have no idea what that is. The Twinbee series never really took off here in the US, which is a shame because one of its earliest entries, Stinger for NES, is a national treasure. It's basically the originator of the cut 'em up genre and a genuinely awesome game. So how is this 16-bit iteration of Konami's venerable franchise? Find out in this NES podcast episode 172, Poppin' Twinbee.
0: Well done. Next, we live in a world where high-quality arcade racers exist in abundance. There's new DLC coming for Horizon Chase Turbo. Apparently, the new Hot Wheels game is pretty hot. Cruising Blast is, well, a blast. But none of those games would be what they are if Sega's arcade classic OutRun hadn't been there first. As it celebrates its 35th anniversary, Matt and Chris give its legendary soundtrack a spin while cruising (laughs) around. I'm sorry, that, that pun hurt me. While cruising around <laughs> in their convertibles. Which one of them was driving and which one was the blonde in the passenger seat? I just pictured Matt with a blonde wig. <laughs> Find out and wave back episode one thirty seven. Outrun. You see, Dan pictured me in the wig. See no, I, I gave you I gave you full driving capabilities. Sorry. <laughs> Fair enough. But
3: he has to have the blazer with the pushed up sleeves. Yes. Uh oh. There's dog the Miami, on my cables.
0: The, the Miami Vice look.
3: Hi, doggo. Okay. Finally, Patty and Jonathan begin the final season of the X, of X-Men Evolution with impact and no good deed. It has an exclamation point. Yeah. I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> uh, Patty wants to discuss Apocalypse's vessel, but Jonathan gets serious when he shares a personal story and relates to both Rogue and Nightcrawler. Has anyone ever cosplayed Harley Quinn? Does Does Alice Cooper watch 98 Day Fiance? (laughs) Find out on Mutant Musings Evolution, episode 18. Be friends.
2: For all this great content and more from us and our partners, be sure to keep your eyes on geekade.com.
0: And we're back. Thank you so much for checking out our commercials. It is time to talk some Smiths uh it was my pick this week ultra city smith's uh season one episode one ultra city she just don't care um ultra city smith's is an amc plus show i'm pretty sure it's not showing up on amc i want to say that but very possible that it is um okay when i came across this show it it came with a you know a, a thumbnail, and that thumbnail was of two baby dolls. And that immediately, that like it just uh, I this can't be what it I think it is, and it actually was. This is a stop motion animation show, uh, in the vein of like Robot Chicken, uh, but as opposed to using, you know. Action figures and all of that They use A variety of baby dolls They dress them And they and they make them look So that they fit their characters But it is all Stop motion So uh, in the first episode Uh The the breakdown is, it's Detective Dave Mills' first day on the job, and things just got heavy. Carpenter K. Smith, the last honest politician in the dark city, went out for a pack of cigarettes, and he's been gone for seven hours. (sighs) Okay, so, I'm afraid to ask, but I'm really curious to hear the reaction. So, um, what did you guys think?
3: It was weird I said, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> sorry I didn't realize you were gonna do that
0: <laughs> so all right let's 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 Chris you have made your 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 opinions <laughs> known previously um, mm-hmm. what okay so we watched a couple of episodes of it um, I was there I got a couple of chuckles in the first episode I did not feel it was a Bad by any stretch of the imagination Because I found funny things within it I like the animation style um, And yes It was weird Granted the acting Was not the best But it was Baby dolls So why why are you having Such a visceral reaction to it Chris
2: I didn't think it uh, <sighs> All right, let's see. Where do I begin? First off, I didn't think it was funny at all. Okay. Um, Maybe there was, like, a couple of jokes that were vaguely humorous, but, um, you know, to me, the show itself, what I watched, was um, just a subpar cop drama. Like, it wasn't so weird that it was like, wow, this is really quirky and really bizarre. Like, this is incredibly bizarre. And what was weird about it was the medium in which it was being told but the story that was being told was like all right this is just kind of a slightly offbeat shitty cop drama like there's absolutely nothing special about this story at all so when i said last time like i don't want to hear shit from you guys about Siflin ever again um <laughs> i understand not liking syphilin what i don't understand is not at least being able to appreciate it for what it is. See, with Cifl and Ali, like, yes, it's a sock puppet show. But what makes the show what it is, is the writing. It's the jokes. It's the weird characters. That would work in any medium. The joke isn't that it's sock puppets. The jokes are the jokes. This show's entire premise, everything it hinged on, was completely subpar, except, yeah, but it's dolls that's the joke it's dolls like okay i just watched a shitty cop show i don't care about anything that's happening in it i'm not intrigued by the plot i don't think any of the jokes are even kind of funny except maybe the flasher guy um who's like trying to give out back rubs or whatever quote i was saying in the beginning like that was almost funny like once or twice but the show like everything hinged on the fact like yeah but it's dolls huh isn't that funny? It's dolls doing the, doing this show. Isn't that, that that that's funny, right? That's the joke. Look, laugh at it. It's funny. And I'm like, and I'm like, no, that's not funny. It's like, okay, that's neat, but you have to have more than that. Like, I'm not opposed to a show being this fucked up looking because it's baby dolls. I'm opposed to the show being shitty and then being baby dolls. Like, it wasn't that. It wasn't. It was that it was just at best fine and that's not nearly enough for me to want to watch it and it seemed like the it was placing every ounce of pressure on like no this premise is great it doesn't matter what we do because it's dolls that's what's going to make people watch it and it's and i'm looking at it like are you fucking kidding me like how the how did this happen how did, did, did how did somebody walk into a room and say like oh no we're going to make this show about baby dolls. Okay, well what's it going to be about? It doesn't matter. See, the the joke is that it's baby dolls and that's what people are going to think is brilliant. It's like no no that's not how this works. You can't just do this visual gag and have that be the entire weight of your show resting on that. Because the visual gag was fine, but I've seen dolls before. <laughs> I've seen animated dolls before. Well, nothing you, about it was impressive.
1: Were you a fan of Robot Chicken?
2: Yeah, oh, okay. Robot chickens, great. Robot chickens, funny. Okay. That ad, the Admiral Akbar cereal. That shit's funny, whether or not it's made out of old toys. That's why that show works because that shit was funny, and it was made funnier because it's dolls. Like the 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 medium that it's being told through is like uh, it enhances the jokes. It's not the joke itself, and that's where I think this show just kind of pissed its pants and then fell into a puddle of its own vomit over and over again like it just kept looking at itself like yeah but you know well we don't really have to make this interesting because it's it's such a hilarious premise and it's like well I mean it's kind of not I would have liked to it almost had me at the beginning with this whole like the millionaire going missing and if they were going to do if they were going to do more to make things funny if they were going to do more to have the characters be or at least the main characters be anything even remotely interesting then I would have been fine with this show but the fact that they the best they could come up with for the writing for the main characters was just the most tried and trite and well ridden road of this kind of character character archetype it was the laziest piece of shit I was so angry at it by the time I was done I was like you had you had something. You could have been so incredibly stupid right now. You could have did, You could have done something, but you didn't. You got this far, and you stopped and said, this is good enough. I don't have to try anymore. And how they got so many good people involved. There is so much talent involved in this show, and I'm just sitting back like, I mean, they must all be really fucking high. And that's what people say about Syphil and Ali, but you know what? They put effort into that show. Those... Liam Lynch and Matt Krakow, they put effort into making that show as weird and as heartfelt as it was. And I got nothing from this show. I couldn't, I couldn't get an ounce of anyone giving any shits about their performances, about any aspect of this show. It was just like, this is, this is the joke we've got, and we're just going to keep doing it over and over again. And that's going to be enough. And it's not. That's my diatribe.
3: Another classic Chris rant. All Brought right. Brought to you by Ultra City Smiths. Karen? Um it was weird. I agree that it wasn't funny. Um the dolls creep me out. I'm not typically like a person who's like creeped out by dolls. My kid plays with dolls like I'm not bothered by it, but something about the juxtaposition of like the content and the dolls just freaked me the fuck out. Okay. Um, but I didn't feel as strongly as Chris. I was just like, eh, I don't really like this, and I'm probably not going to watch any more of it. But I was not like angry and offended by it.
2: <laughs> I was. I love this shit. You know me. I love weird shit. I was ready to look at this show and be like, alright, sign me the fuck up. But I was
0: so disappointed. I was so angrily so, disappointed. So here's, here's the thing. And i mean i and i'm going to assume because angela we watched two of this so far um there i feel like there, i can tell that this cast is not together when they're recording because it's very the the delivery of a lot of these these jokes and whatnot is very choppy so it, it's it it hits a little bit rougher then, if it's a you know an ensemble kind of cast like this group should be um, I did get a number of good chuckles out of the like even the main character where you know he's first communicating with his child and he's expressing the fact that you know he's new and he's having a problem and he ends up getting to his car and going to work without a shirt on and then his introduction to his new partner is hi, I'm here, I have a shirt like <laughs> There were jokes. There were funnies. Like, they're not, you know, guffawing funnies, but there were interesting, funny little moments in it. Like, the the, the partners is explaining every bit of Ultra City as it's running past them. Like, all of those baby dolls dressed as uh, David Bowie <laughs> as a... a, a, a a uh, what was, uh, baseball bullies. They were a gang, and like he didn't get it. Like he didn't understand that they. He just thought they were going out for a costume contest or whatnot. And there, it's I. It's funny to me how I saw the certain aspects of the funny that for me, and you, Chris, saw the complete opposite. Like,
1: well, I think it's because you have a, a different sense of humor. Like the humor of this is that it takes itself too seriously like that's the point is that it's the 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 show itself like the characters are taking themselves seriously but like
0: in they're the also it, ridiculous number
1: right and Which, like, th- the thing the thing about it though is that it's more of like a dark humor and i think that that's more in line with you like it's it's almost like a dystopian humor like a like it's just it's just darker and it's not it's the kind of ridiculous that I think is just outside of Chris's realm of interest and just inside of yours.
0: But I think, and I may be way off topic, uh, way off base with this, but I don't like cop dramas. Like I'm not a fan of them. The closest that I get to is The Rookie, and that's because it's Nathan Fillion. That's I don't look at that as a cop drama where it really is, and I feel that maybe chris is looking at this as an insult to cop dramas Nah,
2: not no, i wouldn't <laughs> no, say it's an insult to cop dramas it's just it's an insult to weird shit i love dark comedy i love stuff that is weird and dark and fucked up i absolutely love it the problem was that this it it was bland it wasn't it didn't go far enough in, in any directions it was like all right i get what you're saying like on paper Sure, it's like this thing is taking itself seriously, and then there's a dance number. Okay, but was any of that stuff good in the first place? Am I? Is there any sort of hook that's gonna make me want to keep watching this? That's gonna that these distractions are going to be taking me away from in a way that's gonna keep me engaged? You know, mm-hmm. like, and it didn't do it for me. It missed that mark so completely for me, and not not because it was. I mean, partially because it did, it took, it didn't take itself seriously at all. That was that was the thing. Like it was trying to tell a serious story, but it wasn't taking itself serious enough to tell a serious story. But it was also not funny enough to make me laugh. So it just it just died on the vine in every direction for me. Mm.
0: It's so interesting how how two people that have communicated as much as Chris and I have can see. So, something so differently um, because when I look at this I'm like I, I saw the like yeah a dan- the dance number was out of whack it was weirdly placed but then I, as I'm listening to the actual words like it, the, the, the part of that song like I found that humorous like I, I wasn't looking at this like a a cop I, I don't know it was just it. I enjoyed it for what I thought it was it did not it did not disappoint me because I don't think I had a bar very high for this show. Like I, <laughs> When I looked at it, I went, oh, it's going to be fucking it's going to be baby dolls making jokes or, or whatever. And I definitely because we have seen I'm a big fan of like stop motion. So I love like Robot Chicken and, and shit like that. And I knew this was not going to be that because Robot Chicken is a masterpiece at what it does.
1: But mm. the people who made Robot Chicken are also the people who are making this show, which is why I asked, because I didn't really know anything about Robot Chicken. I didn't really watch it when I was younger. Oh. But um, Stupid Buddy Studios works on this show, and that's Seth Green, Matthew... I don't know how to say this. Okay. Uh I'm- And then they have uh, John the Fourth and Eric Towner, and apparently they're all known for working on Robot Chicken. So, like, that in combination with the fact that they're also working with Steve Conrad, like, he is known for writing things that are, you know, weird and unusual. Um, And I, I, like, I looked up reviews on this afterward, because I honestly don't know what to think about it. Like, the... There are times where I chuckle at it, but like we watched two episodes, and I was like, I don't think I can watch another one of this. Like I don't know if I even want to go back to it. Um, but I, I don't know. There are parts of it that I do find
0: amusing. Uh, I I think I, I've I listened to you laugh.
2: I, yeah, like I'm not going to say that I was not amused by any of it. Like I did. there were things that did in fact made make me slightly chuckle. But the best I got out of it was a faint chuckle. And that just made me angry.
1: Yeah, I, I I think for me, the artistry of it is also very appealing. And so it's easier for me to get distracted by some of it and just enjoy that. And like the puns made me happier, like references to things that are, you know, adjacent to what they're talking about, like Andrea the Giant instead of Andre the Giant and... <sighs> You know stuff like that where they, you know, they have um, just like the stuff when they had the the signs like in the, in like the, uh, the background theater the district the theaters, and stuff. Yeah, yeah like the.
0: <laughs> A lot of effort went into the the production of this show outside of the the stop motion. I mean, mm-hmm. like there are certain things that I've seen with you know stop Hustle motion boy. that that they, they they really try and the scene in particular that really like shocked me was there was there was um an interaction between uh the main character and his partner and they are just talking but he is constantly moving
1: he's dancing the whole time and,
0: like it is he, it's going for a minute and then all of a sudden she me, goes are you dancing and he goes yeah i, I dance away my demons and i that, dance my demons down that
1: dance them down every night
0: that doll didn't stop moving the entirety it was on the time it was on the screen and to me that's that's impressive first off and then i was like i get it they they took this joke and they are running with it he's not addicted to i mean yes he's addicted to coke a little bit but lines that's his thing that's fucking weird
1: i i think i i'm wondering if what throws it off is conrad's uh, addition to the group i wonder if it was just the original robot chicken guys if it would have been something that hit home better for you chris and then for me because i'm coming some f- from so far outside of it none of it isn't relevant or matters
0: <laughs> i do like looking at the cast of characters like i mean i heard a lot of voices and a, a number of them i was i i recognized but like of course tim meadows and is doing john c riley dax shepherd like Jason Manzukis is is a goddamn national treasure. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that I'll agree with for sure.
0: <laughs> and hearing, he, not only did I like when I first heard his voice, I expected to see something on screen because I know what he looks like. And then when I saw the character he was playing, I'm like, "Yep, that fucking works too." <laughs> like it made sense to me. I, <sighs> you're right, Chris. It is weird. It's not super like it's not wrapping around to where it becomes normal weird. <laughs> like um I'm I'm disappointed that you did not like it cuz I really I had high hopes for it. I will probably watch the rest of it because after seeing the second episode, I am intrigued by the murder. Really? Yeah, like okay. I, I shouldn't say the murder. I'm intrigued by the suicide cuz I'm going to throw that out there i there, there's a scene in it where it's
1: not guaranteed that it's a suicide but i there don't there was
0: a balloon honey which if you're going to commit the okay perfect and then suicide balloon physics you listen uh, we talked a, about balloon physics all yes.
1: the ridiculousness of that that was the one thing that like just irritated me i was like one balloon a gun is gonna float on one it balloon a, it was a, Get very, the fuck it was a out.
0: very small gun but
3: <laughs> that that's a very good point about the balloon i
1: just it was like the one that there's always that one thing that i can't suspend
0: <laughs> your suspension my, of disbelief said nah, yeah
1: yeah like i can't point. i can't let go and that was that one thing like i just i <laughs> pun intended i was a little triggered
0: <laughs> <laughs> so the okay when this show starts there is a narrator and and did yeah, guys- isn't
1: that? T- um, t- oh fuck!
0: So I immediately <sighs> thought it was Nick Nolte.
1: No, it, he's a he's a, a singer. Uh, Tom Waits. Tom, Tom Waits. Waits. Yeah, yeah, dude, his voice. Ah, oh, so good.
0: It was so, so like you want to just <clears throat> do that, do that, <clears throat> clear that up a little bit. So
3: no, it- that's Tom Waits, <laughs> man. That's, that's how he rolls. Voice. He's yeah. what he's known for. He yeah. set the tone. Gravel in his for, throat
0: forever. For, that, for this show. Um,
3: his vocal cords are made of gravel.
0: <laughs> that's true. I'd be curious to hear how the interact, like the, the, the communication between the characters, like when they are having conversations with each other, like if they were together, I would like to see how those, because the jokes do suffer a bit because of the missed beats, because they're not with each other yeah you but you can
1: edit for that like you, you can
0: you can to a point you can do yeah, a point because you you also they are working off of stop motion caricatures like they have to make the mouths line up and all that shit like it's a lot of work um i would just I, i'd be curious to, to, to see what would it be like where they had more interaction with each other to see if it, it played a little smoother
1: I'm also curious to see where their musical numbers are going to go because I did not like the one on the second episode at all, and it's freaking John C. Riley.
0: Yeah, the first, I enjoyed the first one. I, I I'm assuming that they're going to do one every episode. Yeah, and they're just going to probably get more ridiculous because the second one was definitely ridiculous. Um, but the first one was—I feel like I found it funny because he's telling his life story and how he just doesn't know shit about. yeah
1: first first one was good second one was fucking weird i don't know all
0: right well there you have it (laughs) that
1: was a that was a short and hateful review
0: i like hearing chris every once in a while going a good rant i have told you about the 45 minute conversation well i couldn't even say it's conversation i asked chris how he felt about a movie and we sat in the car i was silent (laughs) he did not stop the entirety of the time we were in the car
2: (laughs) What movie I think was the this? good news is now granted i- i i don't know i don't know what I'd do if properly triggered, but I don't remember enough of that war of the worlds movie See? to be <laughs> that angry about <laughs> it anymore I think it's just i think it's just so far behind me that i'm i'm finally i'm finally free you're, you're oh man you're I didn't know if
1: it was one of those things where if I said the name of it you'd start like twitching and <laughs> fall over Add
0: another thing about it
2: <laughs> nah war of the worlds was a pile of shit that's all. <laughs>
0: You're here. here. <sighs> all right. Well, there you go. We all have a slightly different opinion about the the show. Some of them are. It wrong. has it has run the full gamut. So yeah,
1: I Watching feel like Karen and I. Karen and I are kind of the middle. Like she's middle of the road slash no, and I'm middle of the road, <laughs> the road slash, slash maybe.
0: Oh, yeah. And I'm not saying this is this is not a home run by any stretch of the imagination. I just. Oh. It. like listen
1: you do you open my eyes to something new and i love like my favorite thing about i want to see the set that's what i want to see because stop like motion the size of a shoebox. yeah dude i don't care i don't care how big it is or how small it is i just want to it's it's all about how you use it size yeah. that's
3: what she <laughs> said
1: <says. Easy killer. laughs> i caught myself after Man, i said size that. but it's the fact of the matter is like if if you've ever been to, like, a movie studio or any place, like, even in Disney when they've had displays or whatever, like, that's the coolest part is getting to see the production aspect. Well, for me, that's the coolest part. It's getting to see that production aspect and how they do certain things and the effects that they use. And I just think stop motion is
0: gnarly. I really do. I love it. Yeah, it's it's come a long way. I mean, it's not as as manually intensive as it used to be because it used to be all clay animation on you know Mm. the full bodies and then the faces because you got to change the mouths like most of this was probably done digitally in in some way shape. and that's the
1: thing i was looking up like the making of like i was trying to find articles about this show or anything to do with the production and i couldn't find anything i only found a few reviews also i don't like the way the new york times wrote their reviews about the show i'm sorry but stop sounding so pretentious they're fucking baby dolls (laughs) It's um, the New York Times. That's their job.
0: No they, no, they should not be reviewing that show then.
1: Yeah, like it was just, they used big words. I didn't like it.
0: <laughs> all right. There we go. I like when we all split decision every once in a while. <laughs> all right. Uh, so we're going to wrap this up. Chris, I'm sorry. Hi. I'll try to do that. That's better okay. Next
2: time. You know what? It was it was it was an experience and I'm glad yes. that it's over. Yes, it yes.
0: I want to get a
1: show that we all hate and see what happens when we just hate watch it.
0: We probably will it'll probably be the shortest second half of an episode ever. <laughs> Fair. Chris, you got a spiel for me?
2: I do. This week's episode is not filmed before live studio audience, but it is fueled by feedback from listeners like you, and you can get in touch with us in a multitude of ways. We have an official Geekade Discord, where there's an entire This Week's Episode channel dedicated to all things TV talk. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram through the official Geekade channels, or the more specific Twepcast accounts, and of course, the four of us can be found in various ways. I'm available at on Twitter at GeekadeChris, and you can read my work at StoneAgeGamer.com and in the pages of Nintendo Force Magazine. Karen, where can people find you?
3: People can find me at STM Stitches on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and Etsy. I can never remember all the platforms.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You just made up half those words. Angie, where can people find you?
1: Uh, Check me out on Instagram. It's A for not.
2: Evan, where can people find you on on Tic-Tac-Toe and Tide Pods and (laughs) Bam
0: and and (laughs) Fabo. Friend face. (laughs) Geekade underscore Evan. My space. Tom is my friend. Alright,
2: I'll hit you up on your live journal. If you need to know more about the shows we discussed tonight or what we'll be watching in the future, have a look at our show notes. And if you have any other questions at all, we can always be reached at geekade.com. Just include the words this week's episode in the subject line so we know who you're trying to reach. This show is available anywhere fine podcasts are sold, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, and more. And wherever you decide to listen, please comment, like, subscribe, and leave reviews, because any and all feedback is welcome and appreciated. Again, as always, keep your eyes on geekade.com for more fresh original content. Back to you, Evan.
0: Thank you. Alright, so next week is going to be a news week, but as always we're going to give you a little heads up advance notice on the homework, and we've decided it's Karen's turn again. So, Karen, what is our <laughs> homework? Oh, no. Gotta love um, a maniacal No,
3: <laughs> no. It's just that we've decided it's my turn, and <laughs> I feel like I have power. That's all. Oh, got it. <laughs> I, I, I promise to use my power responsibly. Appreciate it. Um. So, if you couldn't guess by how little I said about it during the first half, uh, I wanted to pick an episode of Girls Five Eva. Fucking knew it. <laughs> so we're gonna go with season one, episode four, called Karma.
0: Okay. Season one. Uh, if
3: you wanna like watch the whole series, I'm not gonna be mad at you. But that's that's the episode I picked for the uh, for the homework.
0: We did. You watch that with me? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we watched the first episode of that so yeah all cool. right cool cool cool, girls five ever cool cool cool. cool, 5, cool, 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 cool. Uh, uh she's one episode four very good so there it is it's a week two weeks worth of podcasting right there thank you all for joining us from everyone here at this week's episode i'm evan i'm, I'm angie
1: and No! Noite! We we discussed the thing. We discussed it!
0: Evan, Angie, Karen, Chris. Let's try it. The two Ks go together.
1: We can do this. I'm Evan. I'm Angie and she don't care.
0: (laughs) I'm Karen.
1: She don't care.
2: (laughs) Chris? That was my thing. I played No, Sir, I Don't Like It again, but you guys laughed at me. Oh, it did pick up. (laughs) It's fine. Everything's fine.
1: (laughs) And Chris is silent.
2: Good night.
0: And this concludes our broadcast day.